Welcome. I'm Lauren Ash, and you're listening to the Black Girl in Ohm podcast. Black Girl in Ohm exists to hold and catalyze healing within Black women around the world on their unique journeys towards wholeness. We support the necessary transformation, spiritual awakening, consciousness shifts, and intergenerational healing occurring within the diaspora. This podcast is a warm embrace, soothing realness, and conscious girl talk. Come into conversation with me and our spirit-centered guests. Let the journey begin. I am so grateful right now. I'd love to just invite everyone to just close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and exhale. Another juicy, nourishing inhale, just feeling that fresh air and oxygen travel to the lungs, into the space of the heart, and release. One more breath in, and let go. Create that space to receive what I affirm is going to be a powerful, powerful exchange and conversation and moment of insight and wisdom with someone that I have personally been so blessed by on a personal level. I know so many members of our community have been so nourished by and held by. So without further ado, I want to introduce today's guest. But Miriam, I also really just want you to speak to yourself, who you are in this moment. I know we were just talking before the podcast officially began (laughs) about so many shifts and changes that you have been going in. So I just really want to provide space for you to share with our community who you are, what you're up to, and what is currently activating you in this moment. Yes. Well, hello, everyone. And thank you so much for having me here. It is a pleasure to share space with you as always. Um, You have blessed me as much as I have blessed you. And I love that our exchange keeps just growing and our communities keep growing. So thank you so much for having me here. So to introduce myself and where I am in this moment, I love that you asked that question because we're constantly shifting and changing that there's no point to even define ourselves at this point. So I'm feeling expansive. I'm feeling in a way empty to receive. I'm feeling... The word that comes to mind is floating in a good way, floating, seeing the big picture and waiting for the timeline, the highest timeline to show up for me to enter. So that's what it feels at this time. And it's very appropriate because we are recording this on a full moon in Pisces. Yes. So intuition is heightened. A lot of possibilities are opening. It's just a beautiful moment of opening flow. Yes. Yes. And how beautiful and aligned it is to just think of this nature of flow, which obviously automatically gets us to think about water and it again being a Pisces full moon. I'm completely Mm -hmm. there with you. We couldn't have even planned this better if we tried. I think you're the first person actually that I'm sitting in conversation with for season five of the podcast in several months. So that we return to recording these conversations at this time. Like I believe that there's something really powerful to be shared here for the collective as it relates to 
what you said about this timeline. And I know from working with you that, you know, you're always talking about the nonlinearity of time. You're always talking mm-hmm. about this notion of there are always in every single moment, multiple versions of ourselves existing, right? There's this highest self, you know, version of us. There's the inner child version of us. And we can tap into, powerfully tap into any of these versions and also powerfully kind of jump timelines forwards, backwards, and that we have radical choice in doing this. So I'd love for you to kind of share a little bit more about this idea of timelines and like, what allows for us to be able to tap into and express the greatest possibility now rather than putting it off or holding off or saying like, I'm going to wait for the material realm around me to show itself as powerful for me to be powerful. No, we can claim in this moment, I am powerful. I am creator. Mm -hmm. I am divine. And I choose for that reality to express itself now. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is, and this is something that we're experiencing as a collective, so it's really exciting to talk about it now and talk about it to, to the greater audience, is that we are moving from a linear way of doing things, of living life. For so long, we've been in this linear way, and we're moving into our multidimensionality. If anything, 2020 gave us a peek into our multidimensionality, and how we're able to go from one place to the other and jump timelines pretty quickly. (laughs) And so for better or for worse, this is showing us our ability to transcend the, the physical, the material, and putting too much focus on, and too much power really, on waiting for whatever structures that are now collapsing to give us the security or the peace or the love or the freedom or the liberation that we actually have access to now. So when it comes to timeline work and working in the quantum field or the zero point field, there's many ways to call it. Now is the hack. (laughs) That's the hack. It's all here now. So in a linear way, you're kind of always heading somewhere. You, You have a goal to head to, you have a finish line. In the quantum realm, it's here now. There is no finish line. It's accessible in this moment. And when when you allow it to come in, so you have to be open, right, and surrender, then you have to loosen that grip of reality let it let it fall apart and this is very very again very relevant to what's happening in the collective now letting things that are unstable fall apart so that you can immediately tap into what you really really desire what what is really really for you and that freedom that peace and that is not reliant on anything outside of it to provide you with it so it's it's a complete state of surrender receptivity and also of making choices. And that gives everyone the power, the full power over their, their life, the full control over their life in a non controlly way, if that makes sense. Oh, I love, I'm like getting chills over here. <laughs> per usual with you, there's always lots of chills, lots of head nods. Um, I love that you drew attention to surrender, you know? 
I'm currently re-listening to a book that has been just giving me my entire life. Um, It's called Life Visioning, and it's by Reverend Michael Beckwith, um, who, you know, leads Agape Spiritual Center, which I really love, based in L.A. And he talks about the notion of surrender in that book as what you're really surrendering to is the greatest possible good expressing itself through you and as your life. So when we Mm -hmm. think about surrender, because I certainly have, I'll admit it, like, you know, I've had perhaps like most people, a very, (laughs) a lot of resistance, or rather my ego has had a lot of resistance to surrender, right? It feels like it's letting go of something in, in a way that like is deeply uncomfortable, is deeply like, I'm losing something if I let something go. But when you think about it as like, I am letting go so that something far greater than I could possibly ever imagine, like, and I have a great imagination, right? Like, I'd be dreaming up amazing scenarios for my life, but when I remember that spirit, the divine, my highest self, all have something even greater than I could possibly imagine in store for my life, that Mm -hmm. is a really exciting paradigm shift when it comes to what surrender really means. So, And it also allows for life to kind of turn into an adventure, in a sense, which I know you're all about. I feel like your life, every time we catch up, there's like an adventure that I'm hearing about from your life as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the whole, um, let me tell you a a fun story. Someone along my my journey, my path, and getting into all of this, maybe it was like four or five years ago, I encountered this person who taught me, without even knowing, they said, I practice non-attachment, like practice detachment. And that really, really stayed with me because I'm like, how can you, you know, how can you practice detachment? How can you not attach to anything? And it sat with me enough until I became comfortable with the concept and started to embody it. And when I started to embody it, I understood that when you attach to something, you define that for yourself. You're like, this is the only thing available. Mm. But when you're unattached, then you can embody what I call fluidity. And I believe we're all fluid because we're all energy and energy is inherently fluid. Spirit is fluid. It is not attached to anything. So while we are having this experience of being in the body, but our body is inside our spirit and spirit is still fluid. Yeah. So when you're not attached to anything, you're able to experience the spectrum of life and uh, you're able to have much, many, many adventures and you're able to enjoy them when they are there in front of you at that moment and then move to the next moment and enjoy that fully and move into the next moment without attaching to one thing or another which just creates a sense of ease and flow and presence. And again, the hack is being in the now, being in the present moment. And if you're, if you're able to be there, the wisdom and the insights and the magic that you can access in that very moment is really what, what we're here to learn as human beings. And I'm not saying that I'm mastering it. I'm just saying I did it enough to know like that's where it's at. Yes. I yes. always come back to detachment, you know? Yes. The hack is in the now. The hack is in the moment. It's so beautiful. And I feel like we're going to keep coming back to that throughout this conversation. Um, <laughs> I want to actually zoom out a bit on your path and your journey and is stepping into your gifts, your spiritual gifts, the intuitive and spiritual wisdom that flows through you. Because I know that you are the founder of ICU Wellness, which I've been so blessed by. You create beautiful herbal 
concoctions that have really blessed my life and the team's life. I still use your activation roll-on whenever I'm feeling like today something magical is going to happen. I just put that on my third eye. I put it on my pulse and I'm like, I'm, I allow. <laughs> um, and, you know, your candles, all the things. And I know that you also hold space and you've held space for me one-on-one and the team in Reiki. And I know, too, that recently you've stepped into another um, form of energy healing that I'd love for you to speak to. But let's like take it back a few years because I know that you were working in the corporate space. And I think that it's, you know, there's this awakening that's obviously happening on a collective level around the world for Black women, for women of color to really not even step into something new, but to say yes to what our spirits have been calling us to go into, which is like our soul selves, our spirit selves. And I thank God that you stepped into this a little bit sooner ahead of this more collective awakening because now you're able to hold space for more of us to tap in and to believe that it's possible for us to tap in. And I know a lot of our listeners are deeply, you know, hungering from guidance around how can I step into my spirit? How can I step into my soul? How can I say yes to my spiritual gifts? And going back to this idea of jumping timelines, to not get wrapped into this narrative of, oh, I have to do this, that, and the third, or it's going to take this amount of time. No, you can like step into this part of yourself right now if you if you desire to, and if you just say yes to it. So share a little bit more with us about your own journey around this. Yeah, so I, I was in the corporate space. I was a creative in advertising here in New York City, and it was something I chose to do. Uh, I wanted to do, I went to school for, like nobody made me. (laughs) I came here, did my thing. And after I achieved many milestones within that industry, I realized like, this is really not filling whatever I was looking for. It's not, um, you know, besides all the toxicity and the super white spaces, besides all of that, it wasn't, there was a point where it wasn't fulfilling anymore and I had to go deeper so I went through a whole dark night of the soul and that was in hindsight that was my initiation into looking in deeper within myself and finding answers within myself because at that time I interpreted it as uh, depression anxiety which did it did manifest as that but I now see how much of a blessing that was because that was my spirit's way of creating havoc in my environment in order for me to do something about it so What I did was I, it came to the point where I had to make a decision. It was like a split and my ego did not want to leave because I'm like, I like the money. I like the salary. I like the awards. I like all of these things. I love it. You know, my Venus is in Leo. So like, yes, give me all the spotlights. But I came to this point and it was like a fork, like a crossroads where there were two possible timelines available. The first timeline was I had to accept that I needed this job in order for me to live and to exist in this world. I needed the job. I needed the money. I needed whatever comes with this career. Or I could take the other route, which is diving headfirst into the mystery, which is dark and unknown. So those were my choices and they became very clear to me. So I could not for the life of me give my power to this thing to this career or this job so i had to go and see what else is out there there has to be something i trust that as i jump something is gonna catch me i have to trust because 
this is my reality for a long time. And I did not want that to be my reality for a long time. So what I did, I basically reset my entire life. I said, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to jump. I'm just going to jump and we'll see what happens. So I had to literally reset my whole life, my identity. Uh, I had to let go of who I thought I was, let go of 99% of my friends because they were also in the industry. I had to let go of the salary. I had to let go of literally everything in order to find me. Wow. And so in that moment, I was asking my intuition, like, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I need to do when I jump? And all I could hear is, don't do, just be, just be, just be. So I beat and I, I took off for a month. I, I went to an island in Puerto Rico and I was like, let me just exist and see what happens. And that was a whole, it was like a 180 shift. And I experienced a spiritual awakening during that, that trip, which is a whole thing. But when that happened, I understood that my path is a path of being. And I, I am not a creative like I thought I was. I'm a creator. Yes. And so I get to create whatever it is that I want. And right in this moment, I'm going to create joy. So how does that look like? Let me just make some, let me write some affirmations. That is my joy. And that's how I see wellness started. I literally was tweeting affirmations that I wrote for myself. <laughs> yes. And one thing led to another. And I was guided every step of the way. So The point I'm trying to, to get to here is as you jump into the mystery, the mystery will always guide you step by step. It'll give you the breadcrumbs, the very next breadcrumb. It might not give you the end result because there is multiple ends. It's not one end, right? But it will show you the highest possibility in that moment. And your job is just to follow your bliss. Yes. So that's how I got to where I was just doing what feels delicious in that moment without thinking about what does that mean for 10 years from now or for five years from now? I don't care. That's not my problem. <laughs> you yes. know, I'm just here to be. And the most important thing also that I learned was that I'm not here by myself. I have a team of guides that if I am overstepping and trying to control life, then I'm not allowing them to do their job, which is to help me and yes. guide me as I chose to be in the physical realm and they are in the spiritual realm. So everyone has a role and I'm just here to take action towards the highest possibility. And that's my role and I must stick to it. And so that's how I did it. <laughs> so many things, so many things. And thank you for sharing your story. I think it's always so powerful um, to hear what one path of saying yes and surrender and living this fluid kind of beingness rather than doingness the adventure you know the the magic in that and i asked this question because i also want to really highlight how this can be in different ways of course everybody's path like whenever i ask questions about the journey and whenever i even share aspects of my journey that might feel magical or mystical i always affirm like this is accessible to all of us this is not because Miriam is some like magical which you are <laughs> but only because like you're the only one who gets to tap into this mystery you're the only one who gets to tap into spirit or same with me you know right. this is for all of us this is our birthright we are spiritual beings having a human incarnation and in particular now having a very particular human incarnation you decided to come to this 
particular time in history because you in particular had certain ways that that you with your cultural background, with the way that you think, etc., would yield a particular type of creative energy. Like you said, you're a creator, creative energy that other people needed, that other people needed to be blessed by. And because a few years ago, you chose to shed the conditioned you in favor of the higher self who has all these guides, like you mentioned, who has all this energy around you that's supporting you in your destiny. That is what is now generating all of this like phenomenal possibility possibility around you. And even ICU wellness, that's like a vessel for people to come in and be blessed and for you to express your creatorness. But that's not even the purpose. The purpose is right. just you standing in your power as you, period. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody who, who comes to my spaces, comes to my experiences, my healing, they know that I'm not attached to any of this. This is just how I'm being of service and that could shift and change at any time because I'm inherently not attached to it because it's not about the thing. It's about the energy that I bring in while the thing is happening, yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Uh, and, and I think one big insight that came through in the last month during Lionsgate is that we are the technology. Our bodies are the technology. We have everything within us. If we just let ourselves be, who we inherently are, let our light shine and just exist. There's so much magic that can happen just by letting go in that way and by allowing your beingness to be the contribution yes. uh, instead of trying to achieve something. Now, not to say that we're not supposed to be doing things. Of course, I'm here doing stuff all day long, but it doesn't come from I have to do. It comes from this is the most delicious way I can be of service to my community that nourishes me and nourishes everyone around me. And it's living in a way that is in alignment with my spirit and with also where we're going as a collective, because every single person listening to this has a mission. You have a purpose yes. and that purpose is to be yourself. It is literally to be who you are and everything that you do out of that is optional. It doesn't even matter. You can do this. You can do that. I can decide tomorrow. You know what? I don't no longer want to do healing work. I just want to be a speaker. And that's fine. I will still contribute the same energy and do the same things. But we get to choose how we want to contribute our beingness into the world yes. instead of being stuck in these corporate way of thinking of us as, as a box, which we are so much bigger than that. Yes. We are infinite. Yes. Yes. I'm over here tingling and feeling great. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I know that we wanted to talk about one of the messages you've been receiving from your guides around, is it earth heaven or heaven earth? Please just go in, illuminate. Ooh, yeah. Earth heaven is, is something that, you know, people refer to this new way of where we're heading as new earth. And I'm sure many of you have heard the term new earth. Perhaps you've, you've read um, Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, I believe. That's a good place to start. And so as I was tuning into it, and it feels like a new earth is almost like we're always looking to get somewhere. Again, it's like, it just in the terminology, a new earth, where yeah. is that new? Is this old? Is this new? Am I in the old? Am I in the new? Which in, for me, it creates this duality. Mm -hmm. And also some people see it as like the 3D earth, the 5D earth. 
there's so many ways to look at it. The way it was shown to me and how my guys were like, just call it Earth Heaven. And that's it. Call it Earth Heaven, which is really creating your little bubbles of heaven wherever you go. And it starts within you. Yes. So I am, I have my sanctuary is my body. So the way I treat my body, the way I treat my energy, that's my heaven. And if I take my heaven in, in a plane to another state, I'm still going to find heaven because it is me. I'm going to find the pockets of heaven on earth by me creating it within myself and and therefore contributing that energy to others as I go on about my life. Yes. So that's how I see it, which is not like something that you have to work towards. It's really coming from within you. It's yes. like you this, this light that reverberates within you. You are now comfortable in your own energy. You feel heaven within yourself. And then you create that in your home, in your work, in your community, and in the world and in the universe. Like it just like reverberates out like sound. Like I see it as, you know, when you play a sound bowl and then the sound vibration just kind of like spread. It's like that. It's like singing your voice, creating heaven for you in your own little space. Yes. And then it keeps growing and growing and growing. And that's how I see new earth. I call it heaven earth because I'm here to just create that heaven for myself, even if I have to do it in my home only until I master it, which I did. I've been in quarantine since 2017. I always joke about that. <laughs> so everybody just welcome to the party. <laughs> yes. But that's, what's, that's what it takes to master yourself. Sometimes you need to separate yourself from everything else in order to know what you're made of. And then when you reintroduce yourself out then you're able to hold your frequency much stronger. Uh, and of course, this takes work, but like, it's possible. Oh, I love what you just said, because another part of the conditioning that we receive as a collective is related to if you're spending time by yourself, there's something wrong, or you're lonely, or you're alone, et cetera, et cetera, in a negative way, right? Mm -hmm. But you're calling attention to how really mastering your own energy, honoring your body, honoring your spirit and like the alchemy that can happen from that, that then influences the world around you and reverberates out and magnetizes to you only that which is on your same frequency. That's so beautiful. So thank you yeah. for that. So much to talk about, of course. Um, I really <laughs> want to call attention also to your cultural lineage. So I know that you're Moroccan. We've talked so much about the beautiful moments of awakening that you've had as you've stepped into your spiritual gifts, learning that these gifts are a part of your family lineage and that you didn't know about that before you said yes to your curiosity, yes to your spirit. And similarly, especially this year, I've been on a path of discovering that so many of these gifts that some of which I knew, but some of which I only discovered after literally returning and living home with family again from March through yesterday, <laughs> September <laughs> 1, um, discovering these gifts that I've had just waiting for me to tend to them were actually part of my ancestral lineage. So I think it's so powerful to consider that there are certain things that are like little gifts and little presents that are just waiting for us to like turn inward. And then we discover, oh, my aunt did this or my grandfather did this or my great, great, great aunt <laughs> that I'm only finding out about now. They've been like waiting for me to just lean into this. So could you speak a little mm. bit more about how ancestral and cultural 
communication or connections have shown themselves and have been supporting you in your path now? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I want to tell you all the story, but the first thing that comes to mind right now is this idea of dormant DNA. And so in the science industries, I guess, they call it junk DNA. But as we know about creation, there is no junk anything and everything has a purpose. So the reason why it's, it's dormant is because we, for many reasons, colonialism, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> the witch hunt, what, all these things that have happened in the last centuries have pushed our ancestors to either hide, lessen, shift their natural way of being. And the way I see that is it is an indigenous way of being. When I look at my genetic makeup and I am 100% from Morocco. And so growing up, like my DNA is literally 98% Moroccan and it's more, it's Sahara Desert, but it's very much African. That is indigenous. We've been doing this for a long time. But growing up, there's definitely certain, we've been colonized by multiple, <laughs> multiple countries, no longer, but the idea is still there. Uh, we've also been, there's like the, the Muslim conquest that came and told us you are Arab. So growing up, I'm like, oh, I guess we're Arab, but we're not at all. We are indigenous people. So me doing my DNA test, looking at all of that, and then awakening something within me, realizing like I have these gifts in me. Like I know how to work with earth. I know how to work with spirit. This is an indigenous way of being, which yes. is living in harmony with the earth and with the universal forces before all the other ideas came. So the way it showed up for me was I had to listen to my intuition and do things like going to healing work, start creating these vibrational products, you know? And then I'm like, I've never done this before, but it feels so fun yes. and it feels so easy for me. And I didn't think about it too much. I'm like, just go, just do it. I had to trust and surrender. And so I did this for eight months and then I visited Morocco after I quit my job. And I was worried that my family would be like, what the hell are you doing? Like you quit, you quit your job and advertise, like, what are you doing? You know, that's what you went for. And as an immigrant, you know, having to live up to a certain expectation and, you know, how do you explain to your family? I just left this job with this much money in order for me to whatever, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I get there and I started to tell them and I was pretty nervous about it. And I started to tell them about what I do. And they're looking at me like, yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know you had whatever is going on. The same thing that your grandfather had and your grandmother. And I was like, I'm sorry, y'all never talked about this. Yes. This is not something you all talked about. And they're like, yeah, your grandfather was a healer. And, and I'm like, I had no idea. And one of the reasons, because there is a certain taboo and shame around it, or, or I don't know, maybe it wasn't like acceptable, something you had to do in hiding. Yes. And I understood that part of my mission here is to bring all of that into the light and just be it. And so yes. like whatever was dormant that kept dormant for survival, probably, you know, to be able to survive and to be able to make it in a society that is not acceptant of those indigenous traditions, those ancestral traditions, they had to cover it up, but I don't anymore. Yes. So it's my responsibility and my privilege also 
to allow it to come out in the open and be brave. And so that's part of activating that dormant DNA, which, which really comes from following what feels fun and easy to you because it's, it's who you are within. It's not something outside of you. So that's how I experienced it. Absolutely. Everything that you just said is just so powerful, so powerful. And I'm glad that you're activating it and it's taking over your whole life, I think, in part because you said yes and you said yes to the surrender so much that anyone in your family line that was suppressing it because they were conditioned or colonized to, now it's like, it's just here. It's like, okay, we found this beautiful person within the family that's going to just let it all out. <laughs> you know, it's like when there's this hose that's kind of bent, you know, a kid is like bending it in the corner and then you're like, hey, let that free. And then it's just like it all just comes out of the spout. So, so powerful. Absolutely. So powerful. I feel like there's going to be multiple parts to this conversation. So we're going to have you back on the, on the podcast. For sure. And also have you as a guest in the circle. So that is going yes. to be exciting. But I want to ask, what are you particularly excited about now as an energy healer, um, just in your own personal practice of being as well? So not just how you're showing up intentionally in service of others in your community, but also just like in your day-to-day -day life, what excites you? In my day-to-day -day life, what excites me is how much is opening for us as a human collective. You know, these, these new pathways are opening to us that there's so much choice. Right now, there's so much available for us to choose from. And that feels very exciting because at some point there were like smaller entryways. But I'm really excited about really entering a space where all the choices are available, you know, that quantum field again, everything is available to us at all times and we can just be fluid with it. So I'm really excited about what's going to come next year, the awakening that our human collective is going through and how we're going to use all of this data that we've collected this year and in the last 2020 years since somebody decided let's begin at one zero at one <laughs> year one and then take it alchemize it and bring in the new i'm really excited for the new realities we get to create together that excites me and i've been waiting for this and it's here and it's time to innovate and it's time to just do the craziest thing that calls your heart just go for it that is where the magic is Yes. And we want to hear the beautiful, crazy things that y'all do, maybe inspired by some of Miriam's story, maybe something that you heard shook you a little bit and you're like, let me say yes to my spirit. We want to hear that. So you all can certainly, you know, let us at Black Girl Gnome know, but Miriam, how can people get in touch with you or follow your journey or, you know, be held in sacred space by you as I have been. And y'all, if you're looking for <laughs> energy healing, the community that Miriam is cultivating is so powerful. So hopefully you do tap in if your spirit is calling for that. Yes. Well, you can find me at icuwellness.com. That's I-S-E-E-Y-O-U wellness.com. So that is where you can book a session with me one-on-one -on -one or, you know, get your hand on some of my products to help you stay grounded and calm as you, you go through your own journey. Or you can also join my sanctuary, my virtual sanctuary, where we do monthly 
sound baths, healing sessions. I'm getting ready to launch a six-week experience. So that's going to be an intensive in September, October, and early November. And I see you well on IG. So that's IG, I see you well, where I share a little bit of my work, but most of my work is done by people opting in. So you will not see me shouting stuff in social media but if you come into my space and you'll hear all all the juiciness, yes. <laughs> all of it, the realness. It is juicy. <laughs> I mean, I'm still floating from Lionsgate 8-8. I can't believe that that was under a month ago because of how much has transpired since then. And I actually listened to your, I think it's called Returning to Self, returning to self-meditation that you offered as a part of that mm-hmm. experience. I listened to that last night as I spent my first night in my new place. Wow. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, Lionsgate, it did feel like a whole, like a year ago uh, because we jumped so many timelines from there. So that was some big, big work. Yes, <laughs> yes. Big activation work, yeah. So thank you. Is there anything you want to leave our community with? Ah. <sighs> I would say you will never go wrong by trusting your heart and following the mystery. The mystery will never disappoint you. Just jump head on. Oh, leap. Yes. I needed that too. I needed that reminder. So thank you so, so much. And we will be talking again soon. You'll be all up in the BGIO community. We'll be all up in ICU wellness community. (laughs) (laughs) So much resonance and synergy. So thank you again. And can't wait to see your next adventure unfold. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I affirm that you discovered this conversation in divine time and that you'll activate any of the insights that resonated with you powerfully moving forward. Now, at Black Girl and Home, we're all about gratitude. So special thanks to our audio engineer, India Jordan, for adding your magic, Khalid B for your original music, Valerie Titus Glover and Rosalind Davis for your support in the production of this episode. And thank you, yes you, <laughs> for listening to the show. Y'all, Black Girl and Home is here for you. We're actively rewriting the narrative of what well-being looks like to ourselves and in our communities. To get more involved and to learn more about us, head to blackgirlandhome.com and join our newsletter while you're at it. If you do, you'll get an exclusive and free download of a meditation led by yours truly for Black women and girls everywhere. Are you also deepening into your journey of wholeness and healing with us on social? Follow us at Black Girl and Ohm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. What we're about here is real sustained impact. If you're influenced by something that you heard on our podcast and want to support, you can make a contribution today by heading to blackgirlinohm.com slash support. All right, y'all, breathe easy.